and welcome to a special but not special episode of Prospects After Dark. I'm your host. I am Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black. Uh, again, this is Prospects After Dark. It is February 24th. It is Oscar Sunday. Uh, the Oscars are going on. Looks like Black Panther won some stuff. Bohemian Rhapsody just won something. We're not going to talk too much about the Oscars because I honestly don't care. There's very few things I care less about than uh, the Hollywood award shows and all that stuff. So we're going to present you with an alternative. Now at the same time, the Blues game's going on. I've got it on right over there. Uh, they're down one nothing. so we're going to keep a close eye on that. Uh, hello to everyone. Andy Robinson. Hello, Andy Robinson. How are you? Uh, Patrick B says, Kyler. Uh, again, it makes me laugh. You know, it's K-Y-L-E-R for Kyle Reese, and people call me Kyler, but you know what? I'm down either way. I like it. Uh, can we talk about how Manny got ex- exactly what he wanted and then some from Graham? Graham, that's a really good point, you know. Uh, I think it's really interesting. We we have a Manny Machado signing this week. $300 million. Uh, opt out after five years. It's going to be really interesting to see how the contract goes, how it pays off for the Padres in the long run. But I'm happy for him. It looks good for him. And I'm anxious to see if and when something happens with Bryce Harper. Uh, hello, Adam Van Grack. Uh, welcome. Uh, can't stay, but uh, have a fun night. You too, Rebby. I hope you have a good night too. Uh, hey, Train, how are you? Uh, I'm tearing up a little at how Lane has looked. Uh, so Lane Thomas looked extremely good in the outfield. You know, we're still weeks away from getting to his dirty 35 write-up. And I have to tell you that one of the things I said in his write-up is that I think he would do well to change positioning in the outfield, make an adjustment similar to what Harrison Bader made, where he goes back, plays a little deeper to start. And he's doing that this spring, and it's it's bore some pretty good fruits, if that's how you say that term. I don't know, because I'm an idiot. Uh, yo, I'm here for once. Hey, holy shilt. Uh, Blues game on TV, and I can actually see it. I'll be back. That's okay, Victoria. Thanks for coming in. Uh, I've got it on over here. We'll keep you updated. But again, we'll see you in a little bit. Thoughts on Ryan Helsley from Jack and a Bunch of Numbers. Uh, my thoughts on Ryan Helsley are exactly what I've been telling everyone about Ryan Helsley for as long as he's been in the organization, for four and a half seasons, five seasons, whatever it is. Ryan Helsley's better than anyone ever gave him credit for, and it's nice to see him come back. Oh God, it's nice to see him come back from shoulder uh, fatigue last year. Pretty much shut him down in the beginning of June, June 9th, I think was his last start. Uh, he made a rehab start in August, but that was whatever. It's nice to see him come back strong, and it's nice to see him show what he's capable of. Look, this this is all of what myself and STL Cup of Joe have been talking about for years with this guy. He's better than anyone gave him credit for, it, and it's nice to see it paying off. A Kisner looks legit from Adam uh, Van Grack. Yeah. So one thing we talk about with Adam, uh, Andrew Kisner, and we'll be getting to that pretty soon. Again, Helsley, Thomas, Kisner, they're all top 10 prospects in the organization. Uh, we're gonna, it's gonna take a while to get to them on the Dirty 35. I might actually start speeding up the Dirty 35. I'm anxious, I, I just wanna get it out to you. Like, I want you guys to read it. Uh, we're gonna run into an issue here this week. Because one of the prospects is a young catcher that's hard to find video on, and my gifts on him got deleted. Uh, so I only have one gift to give you because MILB TV sucks ass. Uh, but other than that, like, I hope you guys are enjoying it. But my impressions of Ryan Helsley as I go on and on is, look, he's built like a tank. He has tree trunk legs. He's gotten stronger. He looks bigger in the upside uh, in his upper body. Uh, it seems like he's shortened his motion a little bit, too, which I want to see more of. Uh, but I'm really excited about him. Hennessis got hammered from Shieldface. Yeah, it was a rough day for Cardinal pitchers today, right? We had uh, Hennessis get hammered. Well, he didn't really get – he got hammered. He let up three runs. Let up a home run uh, to, at the get-go. Walked a bunch of guys. Gant walked some guys. Ponce de Leon walked some guys. I'll tell you what I noticed about Hennessis that he, he wasn't doing is when he was throwing, he's falling backwards off the mound. 
And I want to see him clean that up because that's not like him. And that's uh, that's something I'm going to go back uh, as I prepare his Dirty 35. It's almost completely done. But I'm going to go back and look at when he's successful and isn't successful. And I'm willing to bet that the, his momentum isn't taking him away from the plate. It's taking him to the plate. He was falling off as he was throwing today. That was interesting. Uh, Adam Van Grack says, Waka looked good today. I'll be honest, I missed the first uh, two innings. I believe he pitched the first two innings, let up a run. Uh, I missed Waka's performance, but it's good to see that he's healthy. Uh, Andy Robinson says, uh, Drew Robinson looks pretty good. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, I like that kid's swing a lot. And I know that there's a lot being said about the type of defender he is. When you go back and watch some of the games in the minors, I don't feel like I got that impression that he's as good of a defender as everyone says he is. Remember, this time last year, we were talking about how great of a defender Yairo Munoz is. And what do we find during the regular season? He really isn't that good. He's versatile, but he's not like a plus versatile. So it's just something we're going to have to adjust and really keep an eye on. But I'll tell you what, I love his swing. I think it's beautiful. And he can run into some power. Uh, do you think Jag is overhyped. He's behind almost all outfielders. Oh, hey, uh, in camp, I do think he's a little overhyped. I'm partially responsible for that. Win by 10, lose by 10 would make for an interesting season. You talk about bringing out the anxiety of C70, our patron, our patron, uh, uh, the, the, the patron blog father of all this stuff. Real fast, I do want to raise, so I've got a glass of bourbon tea again. My throat's all jacked up. We're drinking Buffalo Trace. Uh, I want to raise my glass to C70. I was actually going to tweet this out a little while ago. Uh, as the Cardinal season fires up, there isn't a person other than Cardinals Gifts who's more integral to Cardinals Twitter than C70, Daniel Shoptaw. Uh, I am forever in debt to Mr. Shoptaw for all that he's done for me over the years. He's the kindest man that is, again, he and Cardinals Gifts are 1A, 1B for the kindest people you'll ever find. Uh, uh, again, C70, Daniel Shoptaw, I owe you so much. Uh, you're a great man, and thank you for everything. And also... Up there, uh, a while back, C70 sent me some Ray Langford cards, and I don't have a spot to display them up here, so I put them up there, and uh, again, thank you very much. Adam Van Grack sent me a Tyler O'Neill card. Like, you guys have been amazing. Uh, you probably answered before, but if you had to choose Kimball or Keichel, for me, it's Kimbrel, uh if I had to choose. Uh, hard to read too much into pitching results because don't know what they're focusing in situation work. Yeah, you look, this is... You, <laughs> in spring training, you never invest too much into stats, right? One way or the other. But early on in spring training in particular, you don't invest anything into pitching stats or hitting stats. Uh, these guys, granted, they've been hitting and throwing for months and months. First, like, real game action, sure, they've been pitching and simulated games and things like that. Uh, but don't invest too much. Wait till we get into March at the very earliest, you know, mid-March before we start investing into what pitters are doing. It's fun right now. Let's just get excited. Uh, somebody says, goal, blues are on the power play. My sling is just... So far behind, so I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i be able to actually watch the goal if it happened. Uh, thanks for uh, keeping us updated on that, though. Uh, let's see. what are Why are the cards spinning the narrative of Martinez to the pen is a good thing. You know, I don't know. I don't really know at all. I'm, the whole Martinez thing, I think that we all need to pump our brakes. I think the Cardinals... The other thing that the Cardinals are doing, speaking of good for the pen, pitchers good for the pen, Hennessy Cabrera, it seems like they've already ticketed him for a bullpen role, even in the minor leagues. It kind of seems like they're doing the same thing with Connor Jones. And I'm not a fan of either of those. Like, build these guys up as starters until you absolutely need them. Like, you guys know where I stand on Dakota Hudson. I want Dakota Hudson to pitch out of the bullpen. I think he's going to be a dynamite pitcher out of the bullpen uh, in the long run. But if you don't need him in the bullpen and you can build up his innings, do it. It benefits the team in the long run. I wouldn't understand why they would do it now. Uh, let, let's see. Tyler OMG is going to hit some dang dangers this year. Uh, that's right, Rick Horton, Rick Horton did say that spring stats matter. It's been a weird couple days for Rick Horton, man. Uh, weird, weird couple days for Mr. Rick 
Horton. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, Jeff Niehaus. Or no, it was our good friend Vala Vineyards. Vala Vineyards noticed. By the way, I love Jeff Niehaus too. Uh, but Vala Vineyards noticed that that swing, and it's just a swing. It doesn't mean anything. This isn't a comparison. It's just like the swing path, everything. Looks so much like Mark McGuire on that opposite field home run by Tyler O'Neill today. Man, I hope that he has a busting out party. A tailing over contract, start the crusade. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Especially with the bullpen, right? You know, those... Uh, I talked about it a little bit on Twitter today, but when Mo was up in the booth today, he was talking about how uh, they need to be smart about who they bring north because they want to make sure that they have control of all their talent, even if they're not. He almost said word for word that they might not bring their best pitchers because of contract situations. And you know what? Last year, the Cardinals got themselves into a lot of trouble because they didn't have the best pitchers pitching out of the bullpen early in the year. Uh, they cost them games early on in the year. And I don't want them to get in that situation again, you know? I, uh, let it be an open competition and break with your best players. Our friend Hex is here. I think that forcing a left-handed starting pitcher into rotation doesn't matter like some think it does. Hex, that's a big thing for me, you know? I think that uh, a lot of people like the idea of having a lefty in the rotation. But for me, it's always been give me your five best starting pitchers. Like, I don't I don't care if they're left-handed or right-handed. Just give me your five best pitchers. It's just like the whole Jose Martinez on the bench thing. Like, what good does a trade do to trade Jose Martinez for a left-handed bench bat option if the left-handed bench bat option isn't as good against righties as Jose Martinez is? Just give me your five best pitchers, uh, your five best uh, uh Pitchers, and then roll from there, and then your best lineup, regardless of what hand it is. So you guys know how we do it. Mr. Hicks has entered the extravaganza. If we were giving out an award tonight, the award for the patron saint of uh, Prospects After Dark uh, would go to Mr. Jason Hicks. Uh, Mr. Jason Hicks, we are drinking this lovely and talented Buffalo Trace uh, to uh, the godfather of Prospects After Dark, uh, the lovely and talented Jennifer Hicks, who is the queen of Prospects After Dark, and our patron prospect. Uh, Jordan Hicks, who is no longer a prospect, but an important cog in the bullpen. We raise our glass to the Hicks family. Oh, my God. Uh, from Shadowgrass1 says they should let Benji sit in uh, for the English broadcast with Danny Mac. I love that idea. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what. I was fortunate enough to sit on a panel and talk with Benji Molina uh, a couple different times over at Patios for Two Birds on a Bat. They do amazing stuff. Check out Two Birds on a Bat. Uh, me, Moe's, and Brendan Schaefer do our thing on Wednesdays over there. Bow ties and bullshit. Check it out. But I got to tell you, Benji Molina is honestly one of the sweetest human beings alive. Uh, I would love for that. That's a great idea, whoever said that. Uh, let's see. Uh, any idea the details of J-Mart's deal from Shieldface? You know, I woke up this morning and I didn't see it. I think it was three uh, $3.25 million. And, you know, the, the news that broke with that is that uh, uh, one of the foreign, team, foreign leagues wanted to purchase his contract from the Cardinals and have him make some serious money. And the Cardinals matched it. I love it. Uh, it was the right move to make. I'm glad he's going to be around because, you know what, the Cardinals need J-Mart. Uh, they need that bat off the bench. And, I, again, I don't want him to have more than 300 bats because that means he's playing too much of the field. But uh, he's important to this team as currently constructed. Uh, that's right, uh, Martinez. Horton, shake my head. Oh, hey, uh, Eric, uh, real fast, I want to say something. Uh, one of the most important people to one of the things that we do on a regular basis here at Prospects After Dark is Eric Thomas. Now, the being part of the resistance, uh, Eric Thomas came up with that. The resistance is how we, we spun it. But Eric Thomas, I believe, uh, he tweeted it out earlier today. He's a year cancer-free. Uh, you know, I love Eric Thomas. He's been, he's been tweeting dog pictures at me all day of his dog, Radar. I love Radar. He's a politician and a superhero. Uh, but anyways, I, I really do want to raise my glass of bourbon tea uh, to Eric Thomas. Eric, way to kick ass. Uh, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for letting us be a part of this with you. And, man, 
you're a great person. And uh, again, I'm just going to repeat it over and over again, but thank you. Awesome stuff, Eric. Uh, let's see. Excellent news, yeah, from C70. I, I believe that's what it was, and I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. I took a nap after you sent that tweet, and my mind's a wreck. Uh, uh, let's see. Time to tap the Sam Adams. Yeah, let's get into the booze, Hex. Let's get into booze. Uh, I am, like like Ashley says, I am immensely grateful to you, Eric. You know, the, the thing that I love about Pat, and I say it all the time, uh, I I feel like it's ours. I feel like it's something different. And, you know, I, that's what I, one thing that I really like about Pat. To sign off, you're responsible for. You know, like, you, we talked about it, and I made it part of the show, but it's it's part of you. Like, the beautiful thing about Pat is that we are a community. And uh, I feel privileged to be a part of that. You know, if we were giving out Pat Awards, everyone would get an award because every person that watches Pat is equal parts responsible for it. Uh, one of the guys at the coffee house this morning, I was... Uh, by the way, I go to a place called Comet for Coffee, and they made these whoopie pies these last two days, and they were carrot cake whoopie pies, and they were incredible. And I was telling a couple people how amazing they were, and one of the regulars there, a guy named Ryan, who I like a lot, he's a cool dude, uh, was like, you're a carnival barker. And that's what I realized. Like, I'm just the pad carnival barker. I'm just the dude wearing the fancy hat and the ugly-looking suit, uh, yelling at the, the pedestrians as they come into the carnival. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, when is pad day at the park, man? I would love that. That would be awesome. Are there RB Euros good or not? Honestly, you know, we joke around about RB's Euros. They're really good. Get the Greek one. Uh, just prepare to be on the toilet for the rest of the night. The whoopie pie. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, like, they make amazing whoopie pies, but that one is the best. Uh, John Zancana says, take me back. So about Henesis, LOL, I joke. I know he'll be fine, but damn. Yeah, it was, you know, the thing is, uh, because Henesis has, is so hyped up, and I'm one of the people who's been hyping him up, he has one bad start, uh, one bad appearance, and we kind of turn on him. But remember that it wasn't just him that had some control command issues. And I will also tell you, Mike Shannon, by the way, was hilarious tonight, uh, today rather, with the, the umpires. Uh, but just keep in mind that the umpires are still not exactly doing their best. Now, Henesis was missing big, so that wasn't on the umpires. But remember, it wasn't just the umpires. It, was, or it wasn't just Henesis. It was Ponce de Leon struggled with command. John Gantt struggled with command. Let's, uh, Henesis' first taste of spring training with the Cardinals. Let's give a little leeway. Let's see what it looks like here in a couple weeks. Graham says he's missing Tommy Pham. Yeah, you know, I know I miss Tommy Pham. Can you imagine how strong this lineup would be if Tommy Pham was your two-hitter? Uh, John Zancana says, is it just me or did anyone else stomach run seeing Russell in the box score and Cubs? Yeah, fuck that Addison Russell, man. Uh, let's see, Goldie has Garvey forearms. I don't really, yeah, that's a good point, Randall. Let's talk more about these forearms. I'm all about talking about male anatomy. I mean that. Uh, think she'll like, hey, from, uh, uh, J. Frank the Tank. Think she'll likes going AAA to Penn to starter. Uh, or was that just an anomaly last year due to need? I think it was more an anomaly due to need. Uh, let's see. Oh, Braun Not Brown. Hello there. See, we're already at 8, oh, 820. Welcome to our little shindig. Uh, I love it. John Greco says Bader is better than Fam. Uh, maybe from a PR standpoint, but not a talent standpoint. Uh, and of course, nobody runs faster than Harrison Bader, but, uh, man, I, I take Tommy Fam any day of the week. Is there anything, is there any more power in the tank for Kisner? So again, when we get to our dirty 35 write-up of Andrew Kisner, uh, there's a couple things with Kisner that I need to clear up that I get in trouble with a lot. Uh, real fast before we get to Kisner, Iowa Neck, our buddy Derek asked, who do you think will be Memphis's starting pitcher-wise? They're, they're leaving so many guys up in the air as potential bullpen options. Counter Jones, Hennessy Cabrera, Ryan Helsley, I don't know yet. Uh, I know that those three I would have in the rotation, and then I would have Dakota Hudson ready to go, and uh, uh, probably Daniel Ponce de Leon, which it just all depends. But I don't know, Derek, not yet. 
Let me tell you about Andrew Kisner. I believe Andrew Kisner has a ton of power left in the tank. I, you know, last year he barely hit 10 home runs. I, I think he might have hit 11. He hit 10. Uh, Got to get kids to bed, then prep for Gateway. Y'all have a good night. Same to, same to you, C70, to you and Tara. I hope you guys have a great show. Check out uh, Gateway, uh, their their podcast. It's amazing. He, he Hel, uh, Helsley. Kisner has plenty of power in the tank. Uh, it's just a matter of how how it's going to manifest. I think right now, part and this is kind of what Evan Mendoza is going through too. They're both NC State products. Their job was to do whatever they could to put the ball in play. And it was a gap mentality. Mendoza does the same thing. Kisner puts the ball in the right center field gap better than anybody in the system. Evan Mendoza's good at it. Alaris Montero is good at it. Really, really good at it. He and Kisner are one-two. But it's an NC State mentality. What he needs to do is he just needs to find his his spot to hit home runs. And it's going to come, I swear by it. You know, I got kind of thrown underneath the bus because I said he had a down year. And what I meant by that is he had a down year because the power kind of went away. He, was, he wasn't fighting for his life. He just decided he didn't want to strike out a lot. And he was hitting the balls to the gap. He was just being the hitter that he is. I believe that Andrew Kisner has 20 home run pop in there, a 15 to 20 home run. He has the bat speed for it, the plate coverage, and the understanding of what he needs to do with it. His swing is meant for it. Uh, it's just a matter of if instead of sometimes just going with the pitch to right center, if he decides to pull the pitch early in a count. Uh, no hating on gap power. Uh, I was right center gap power. No, I love that, Jay Frank Tank. I, I, like, I love that. I love watching it. It's one of my favorite things about Andrew Kisner. It's been something I've been talking about for a couple of years now. I love that he puts the ball as a right-handed hitter in the right center field gap. Uh, can you elaborate on why Kelly regressed so much defensively for forever cards? You know, when you tweeted that at me, I didn't exactly know how to answer it. You know, remember last year, uh, last offseason, Carson Kelly, he spent a lot of time working to get his degree. And I, my guess is he was, he was, he went through a mechanical swing change, and he was working hard to get his degree, and neither of those things should work against him, but I think that both of those things, uh, he was probably putting a little too much time in thinking that his defense, which was a potential plus tool, uh, would just carry him, and it didn't. Uh, remember last year, he couldn't frame. He had trouble catching. He wasn't blocking. It was bad at the beginning of spring. He, it, he definitely warranted being sent down uh, at the beginning of the year and having Francisco Pena uh, take the backup job to Mr. Yadier Molina. But I think that's what it was. I just don't think he spent as much time on it because he needed to get better in every other facet of his game, and he was also trying to get his college degree. All right, uh, Patrick B., a while back, says, is there any more power? Oh, well, we just answered that question. Good, 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 good. Uh, cards, uh, Cardinals gifts, please keep it up. Keep it up, gifts. You're doing amazing stuff. Does Kisner have MLB quality defense from our good friend John Greco? Uh Pena concerned? Yeah, of course I'm concerned with Francisco Pena, but I guess you can only be so concerned with a guy who's only catching 20 games a year or whatever. Uh, I do believe that Andrew Kisner has defensive capabilities at the major league level. Now, he still gets a little stabby, but I'm going to tell you right now, in that, that first spring training game I went back and watched, he looked good. And you can tell that he and Mr. Molina have developed a rapport, and it's working well for both of them. By the way, big shout-out to our good friend N. Chill at Birds on the Black for making that awesome gif of Yadier Molina standing behind uh, uh, Andrew Kisner at like the scene from Ghost. I love that. Kisner still has work to do. Look, every every pitcher who throws to him raves about his ability to call a game. That's not an issue. He has, He himself has said that one of the issues he gets into is he stabs at balls because he was such a good defensive third baseman and he's such a good defensive first baseman still that he he's so good at swiping it that sometimes he doesn't block. He wants to get better at blocking. That's true. Some people complain about his pop time. I think it's acceptable. Uh, and he has an above-average arm. Uh, 
He's he's going to be good. He just needs to continue to improve, for sure. Um, Molina is the key to the upcoming catchers. I don't disagree with you, but I think we are... Like, just like with the stuff with, with coaches, right? Like, I think Jeff Albert, because he's bringing an approach and technology to it, I think he's kind of an outlier here. But remember last year, we were talking about the uh, the benefit Jose Okendo would have on the base running and defense, and it really didn't make the base running or defense that much better. I think sometimes we oversell what a catcher can do. You know, Yadier Molina is a supremely intelligent catcher, and you would hope that he's able to transfer his thought process uh, and some of his skills to the next generation. But a lot of these guys, remember, it's hard to get further past their own skills when they're working so hard to top them out. Like, Yadier Molina is a freak to expect anyone to be that level, even with Yadier's teaching. It, it's tough. But I do think a smart kid like Car- uh, like Andrew Kisner, that's willing to listen, willing to learn, I think can maximize his skills. And I think that he, in particular, benefits greatly from having Yadier Molina in the organization. Not to say uh, Carson Kelly wasn't that way. But remember, Andrew Kisner's just on a different level. He's the Stephen Piscotti type intelligence, uh, the Paul DeYoung type intelligence. That bodes really well for him when it comes to learning from such a smart and revered catcher. Uh, Kelly did have warning track power. Uh, Hex asks, what's your biggest overreaction from the first two games? You know, I don't have any. Uh, I will say that, like, what I noticed, one of the big overreactions is it seems like people were already freaking out about Dexter Fowler. To me, that's a self fulfilling prophecy for that section of fandom. Uh, they were just, they couldn't wait. Uh, I think people freaked out a little, about, a little bit about Genesis Cabrera. Uh, you know, I, I think just the general results of the first two games, uh, you know, where the Cardinals win by 10 and lose by 10 or whatever. Like, I, you know me, guys, I won't invest anything into this. This is just fun for me. Like, I get to see the minor leaguers play. Uh, I, I This is just fun for me. So I'm not going to have very much in the way of a freak out. Uh, great question, though, uh, uh, Calabar. A Calabar? I like that. Kelly had a soft body from John Greco. Yeah, you're not lying. Uh, Goat Yachty says, so, Shrock, how about that performance? Yeah, so you talk about maybe a little overreaction, but it, I'll tell you what. One of the things we talked about in his Dirty 35 write-up that you can find over at Birds on the Black right now, he's our number 27 prospect in the Cardinals organization, is that his defense has come a long way. When he entered the Cardinals organization, there were some serious questions about his defensive abilities, and he really cleaned it up. And you could see it on the turn today, in like the 8th or ninth inning, I can't remember what it was, Tommy Edmond corrals the ball at 3rd, throws it on a dart to Schrock at 2nd base, he's got a guy coming at him, he turns... Beautiful throw to first. Uh, he's come a long way there. It was nice to see him power up a little bit yesterday. We'll see if it continues. Remember, the issue with Schrock last year was that he's so good at making contact that it plays against him. So right now, for him to be getting pitches inside, fastballs, uh, you know, pitches over the middle, that's one thing. What we want to see is how it manifests uh, here in about a month or so. Who do I like more, a Rosarena or Garcia? They seem to be very similar. I personally like Randy more. I've always liked Randy more. I just like Randy's athleticism. The Jag, we call him Jag, by the way, uh, Jose Dallas Garcia or Dallas Garcia. Uh, Jag, he has like a lot of really raw, t- raw tools, and they both have a terrible approach at the plate that has like it was. It showed signs of being really good and just got worse and worse with more exposure. Uh, but I just like what a Rosarena can do more, and I think it translates better at the next level. Now, uh, how much better, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But Randy looked bad today in his at-bat, and that broke my heart. Uh, Gar- they- Garcia has a supreme arm. A Rosarena's arm is great. I think a Rosarena does a better job of covering ground in the outfield, although people say Jags plus speed plays up better. I don't know. I- I'd rather have Randy out in the outfield, I think. Uh, Keeper Dean Roach, our good friend, says, Percentage that Kisner gets called up before September. Oh, man. 
I'll say 50%. I'm bullish on Andrew Kisner getting called up this year. I think it's going to happen. I think we're in that Eric Fryer situation uh, where Eric Fryer just wasn't cutting it. The Cardinals had a cut bait, and then there Carson Kelly was. But the difference with Andrew Kisner and Carson Kelly is that Andrew Kisner has value that Carson Kelly doesn't have, A, because of his bat and his ability to play other positions. I want to see Kisner get a little time at third this spring training. He's going to get plenty of time at first. That's what separates the two, and that's why I think he's going to get the call, the call early. Card Twitter was expecting October ball from Ashley. Yeah, you're not lying. A healthy Schrock is a good thing from Randall Rhodes. I agree. How was the Hotels.com set up? Uh, that was a sweet deal. Kudos to them. Yeah, so I guess technically we're, we're borderline sponsored by Hotels.com. We're not actually sponsored. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I made a comment earlier in the week. It was like, this, this winter weather can go fuck itself, or fuck this winter weather, weather it can go fuck itself or something. And Hotels.com is doing this promotion where every time they find a swear online, they put a quarter in a jar. And once it gets to like $1,000, they like raffle it off. Well, I just off the hand, off the cuff, Ashley and I were talking about it, and she said something like, just ask them for free hotel or something like that. And I said, hey, look, I'm a government employee. We're clearing the roads. Can you guys hook me up? I have to stay at this uh, this hotel sometimes uh, when the weather gets really shitty. And they gave me a $200 gift certificate and they didn't ask for anything. And, like They didn't ask for me to promo it. They didn't ask me to pimp it. Uh, I did it anyways because I was so grateful. But they're just like, yeah, do it. We're really grateful for everything you do and uh, it's really awesome of you to, to take part in it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So for, again, uh, look, show them your pad love. Uh, I Hopefully, and I haven't slid back in. I've been wanting to say, hey, sponsor Prospects After Dark because a company that's willing to incentivize cursing is a kind of company that I feel comfortable being affiliated with. Uh, but that's how it all went. And I haven't stayed at that Wildwood Inn yet. It looks like we're going to get some ice at the end of this weekend. Uh, this end of the, the end of this week here in St. Louis, and that's probably when I'll stay at the hotel. But it, it, they gave me $200 gift certificate to do it. So how awesome is that, guys? Have you noticed a difference between Schilt's spring training and Matheny's? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Without being down there, you know, the experts who are down there every year, they're saying that there is a difference. They're saying it's a little bit more structured but also fun at the same time. Uh, I personally haven't noticed. I will say that it seems like these kids, Dylan Carlson, Max Schrock, Tommy Edmond, Lane Thomas – are getting into the game for, like, the entire game. Like, it seems like Schilt wants to get a feel for these guys early, their abilities early. And that really intrigues me as uh, one of these things. My cousin Charlie's in here. I'll raise my cup of bourbon tea to my cousin Charlie. My cousin Charlie gave me this amazing bobblehead. Oh, uh, look at this thing. I know we showed it last week, but look at it. Isn't that amazing? It's me squinting. Charlie, I love you, buddy. You're my favorite. Uh, let's see. We got a bunch of stuff going on. Sorry, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scroll ahead here. Uh, bro, the weather is more than likely canceling my team's trip to St. Louis. I'm pretty mad. Hex, that's a bummer. Do me a favor, Hex. Uh, slide into my DMs. If you're in town, and I'm in town because I might go see Ashley uh, this weekend, uh, but if you're in town... Let me know. I'd love to get a drink with you. Clear those roads, Kyle. I've got to come to St. Louis Saturday from Jake. Look at this. We got like a little pad meetup thing going on. Yes, MM isn't there. So that's applause from Cardinals 11 and 11. I agree. Tommy Lane looked great yesterday from Josh, our good friend Josh. Yeah, I agree. I will say, as Tommy Lane struck out the side or whatever yesterday, that's a perfect example of why you don't get too excited about what happens specifically early in spring training. I thought he had good motion, I thought, good movement on all of his pitches, but he was leaving stuff in the middle of the plate that he would not get away with in a month's time. Uh, but still, it was nice to see the results for sure. Uh, Justin Kinsey says, hi, love the podcast. Justin, not as much as I love you. Uh, welcome to Prospects After Dark. Uh, this amazing show and this amazing mug brought to me by Cardinals Gifts, who is my daddy. Uh, 
By the way, we're drinking Buffalo Trace, but thank you for being here, Justin Kinsey. Uh, we love that you're a part of it. Uh, let's see, everyone, dmhotels.com, get this shit sponsored for Kyle, I agree. The bobblehead is back from John Zancana, that's right. How about that Dylan Carlson from VHS, hello VHS. I'm gonna raise my glass and do a little ching-ching to, uh, that amazing VHS. I love you, buddy, thank you for being in here. Now, it hasn't looked great for Dylan Carlson at the plate. Uh, he got hosed by the umpire in the final at bat today. Uh, but it's awesome to see him in camp. And it's awesome that people are starting to recognize how physically mature this guy is. I feel like as this next generation of players come up, it's always like, man, he looks like he's a baby. Man, look at his face. He looks like he's 18 years old. He looks like he's 14 years old. He looks like he's 10. Well, it's the opposite with Dylan Carlson. You see Dylan Carlson, and you're like, that guy has been in the minor leagues for 75 years. Oh, he hasn't. He's only 20 years old. He's been aggressively promoted at every level. He's held his own there, and he's finally going to be at an age-appropriate level in Springfield this year where he's going to get to show off his bat a little bit. Uh, physically mature. And also, real fast, I want to say one of my favorite people that I don't talk about a lot who is in pad every once in a while is his dad, Jeff Carlson, uh, who is an amazingly highly thought-of coach at uh, uh, Elk, Grove, or Elk, Elk Grove Academy or Elk, Elk Grove High School. He's, he's brought, he's responsible for teaching the fundamentals to players who have made the major leagues over and over again. Uh, it was awesome, awesome on the broadcast for him to get the recognition he deserves. The other thing we don't talk about a lot with Dylan Carlson, and you'll get to it in the Dirty 35 write-up, is that he has all of the intangibles, he has the brain, and he has the mental maturity that comes with being a, a top prospect. This kid, that family has been through a lot. Uh, Jose Ortiz wrote an amazing article about it a couple of years back uh, when they drafted Carlson. But I look, Dylan Carlson is just on a maturity standpoint, way ahead of any uh, other prospect in the Cardinals organization. He just he's emotionally and mentally uh, mature because of circumstance uh, that a lot of other players won't have to ever encounter. And uh, you know, it's funny. I joke around about a lot of prospects. You know, I mess around about. Uh, 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 the ghost scene with Andrew Kisner and Yadier Molina. I talk about fucking Tyler O'Neill because I think it's funny. I talk about licking the abs of Jag. You know, we, we, we joke around a lot because that's just my sense of humor. Dylan Carlson, I have such respect for. Uh, and that Carlson family, I have such respect for that, like, I feel like I need to treat him in a way that you would treat, like, your boss at work. Uh, I, he's just an incredible young man. So that's, uh, that's, I know you're just having a nice little conversation there, BHS. Sorry to bring it up. Where does one get a personalized bobblehead? You'll have to ask Allah Moses. That's my cousin Charlie. He'll get you hooked up. Uh, Josh, Josh asks, do you think Yairo could benefit from some more AAA time or has he evolved past that? Uh, oh, hey, Lauren Bundy's in here. I'll raise my glass of bourbon to Lauren Bundy. Josh, let me tell you about Yairo. I don't know what to think about that. You know, I feel the same way about Yairo that I feel about, uh, uh, <laughs> Craig Mishes in here. Hey, Craig, how are you? Raise my glass. Mmm. I feel the same way about Yairo that I feel about Tyler O'Neill. I don't think it does either of them any good to send them down to AAA at all. I think they need major league at-bats. I do think the Cardinals are going to be in a position where they're going to have to choose between Drew Robinson and Yairo. Uh, what I know is that I, 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 as compared to Tyler O'Neill with Yairo Munoz, I think that if I had to choose one to go down to AAA that could benefit a little bit more, it'd be Yairo, uh, especially because his defense is so raw at a lot of different positions. Uh, but... It's going to be a question mark. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that AAA would benefit Munoz, but if I had to choose one of the guys, it'd be him. Uh, let's see. Okay, cool. Thanks. Let's talk about Helsley again. I agree. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, again, uh, we gave Dylan Carlson to C70 as his patron prospect. So uh, we, we have extra respect. And the reason we did is because uh, uh, C70 is a man. He's a man, just like Dylan Carlson is. 
Uh, Shannon drinks more than it is all. I agree. Uh, someone make a clip of Kyle saying, is my daddy, and put Schultz in front of it. <laughs> oh, God. Nolan Gorman, see any at-bats this spring from Randall Rhodes. Now, Nolan Gorman isn't in big league camp. Uh, but, you know, last year, uh, a Terry Fuller got an at-bat. Uh, Delvin Perez, neither of those guys were in Major League Camp. Both of those guys got at-bats. Don't be surprised if Alares, Montero, and Nolan Gorman getting a batter too. I noticed the same thing about Shield and the younger players playing time. Any chance Edmund ends up like a Marwin with less power? Yeah. So here's the thing. I know Tommy Edmund has the goal of playing a lot of different positions. Uh, outfield. Same thing with Jerko. Jerko looks like, you know, they said that he might get some time out in the outfield. I think that Tommy Edmund is athletic enough to play anywhere that you ask him to. Uh, no doubt about that. It's just a matter of how the Cardinals will handle it. Uh, I do think he has that position versatility. I want to see a little bit more before I say Marwin. Remember, Marwin's a man. Uh, I will say that, you know, one thing I've been pretty, pretty steadfast with Tommy Edmond is in my mind, uh, as, uh, 300 to 350, 400 to back guy playing utility role, he's like a 95 to 105 WRC plus guy as a switch hitter. Uh, you saw both of them. We got to see him swing both right-handed and left-handed today. And you can see that the swing is there. His approach is there. Uh, it's just a matter of what comes next. Uh, Chi-Town Cardinals fan says, I feel like a lot of our minor leaguer guys are really smart and mature. Uh, Gorman, Kiz, Carlson, Montero. That's a good point. Now, one thing that I will tell you, I know for a fact, is one of the things that Mr. Randy Flores wanted to do was make a point to get uh, uh, like guys with immense baseball IQ into the organization. So he did that, and it's starting to show. They're learning that they can teach these guys the smarter they are. Uh, Kramer Robertson, Robertson is one of those guys. You know, he he only has so many skills that he can really capitalize on, uh, but he's doing the most he can. Like, Cardinals are taking the smart guys. Uh, I like that. I like that approach. Bader's swing seems better from Andy Robinson. I agree. It was one of the things we noticed in his first BP. I went straight to our uh, Prospects After Dark Fantasy League, and I said, his swing has changed. It looks good. He's not dipping. His upper body looks smooth. Uh, his legs look like they're generating more power. His hands are on time with his hips. I agree. Keep an eye on that. Uh, where do you expect to see from Ozuna if he's healthy from B-Love, our good friend B-Love? Uh, you know, B-Love, I think that... uh. I think that a healthy Marcelo Zuna does what he did last year, just extrapolate it over the entire year instead of, like, a big September push like he did last year. I mean, you know, I think you're talking about, an, uh, you know, 275, 330, uh, 490-something like that. You know, get him right about the 800 OPS, 780 to 820 OPS mark. Uh, Eller Market, our good friend Steve Eller, I raise my glass to you. Because of Kyle, I feel so much more informed watching these spring training games. Well, it's my pleasure, and I'm awfully hum I feel humbled to hear you say that. It means the world to me. Remember, so let me get you into a little bit of background about why I do this. Uh, you know, for a long time, I've followed Cardinals prospects since I was a teenager, a young teenager, 14 to 16 years old, something like that. And I always had different observations than a lot of like the media outlets I would find, and I, it would frustrate me. So a couple years back, I decided I want to tell people, like, the truth about these players. I And, you know, you start reading stuff where people are comparing, like, Harrison Bader to an MVP candidate. And, you know, uh, 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 John Gant to uh, an all-star. And it's like, look, 
this is not fair to the Cardinals fandom. Like, they deserve better than this. So that's why I started writing, and that's why I started giving you my observations, and that's why I got active on Twitter. I just wanted an outlet to be able to provide information. Like, this isn't about me. This is more just about educating. So for you, Mr. Steve Eller, to, to say that, it means the world to me because uh, it, it means that what I'm trying to do is getting through. And uh, conversing with you, having you be a part of this means the world to me. And uh, that's why it's important for me when I tell you if there's something else you want out of the Dirty 35 or if there's something that you think could enhance it, give it to me because I want it to be where you feel comfortable to get your information because you know that it's right uh, and information that you can use. So thank you very much for that, Eller. Sorry to go on a rant there. Uh, can we talk about the wagon that Helsley has hitched onto his hindquarters? Great question, Hex. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I, so I tried to gif it off of Sling and Sling like blacked out my gifing software. Uh, I was just going to gif his lower half because I'm weird like that. But holy cow, you talk about a horse. I mean, I'm sure he's got a huge dick and all that stuff too, but his legs are built like a thoroughbred. Like that guy could run the Kentucky Derby against Secretariat and give him a run for his money. I love it. Randall Rhodes says, Mitch to St. Louis. I agree, my friend. Uh, uh, let's see. Blue's going to OT from Sweaty Teddy. Thanks for the update. Holding Cancer. Hey, what's up? Let's talk Devin Perez. Do you see him progressing this year? So we did our Dirty 35 write-up of Delvin Perez Holden. You should check it out over at Birds on the Black. He's our number 32 prospect. Again, what we were happy about was his hustle was there and his defense was there in 2018. He, he had a 260 batting average, a, two, uh, a 260 batting average, a 350 on base percentage uh, entering August, and then he fell off the wagon in August. He was terrible. It was heartbreaking. Do I expect him to take a step? I don't know. He didn't get any bulkier. He needs to get bulkier. And this will be his first year at a full season affiliate in 2019. And I worry about his ability to stay. Uh, uh, the Wild scored. What a bummer. Uh, I worry about his, but they got a point, so take it for whatever it is, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, I worry about his ability to stay physically ready for the entire season with such a svelte frame. But we're going to have to wait and see. It's a good question. Uh, let's see. Uh, Craig, have you accepted Langosh's spot yet? Your man Seth Beer got in a bat today. Yeah, look, I think the Astros would do well to get Seth Beer a bunch of at-bats in spring training. Uh, look, I wouldn't be surprised if in two years Seth Beer is a starting outfielder uh, on opening day for the Astros. I love that guy. Uh, thank you, Andy Robinson. Uh, one thing I'll say about Helsley is baby got back. Baby got back. By the way, uh, listen to our Dirty 35 podcast over at the Birds on the Black. You can subscribe through iTunes. Uh, I do a little, a lovely rendition of uh, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy. It hurts. That's our little lead into this last version of the Dirty 35 uh, Prospect uh, Countdown Prospect Podcast, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, counting Down Prospects 30 through 26. So enjoy that. I'm going to sing the intro to all of them, and maybe we'll do Baby Got Back for the next one. I would love to see Luke and Baker get a few at-bats from Not Really. Me too. Oh, God. Now you're speaking my language, Not Really. Uh, where does Lane Thomas start the year from D. Harris Auto? Memphis, more than likely. Uh, I guess if things got weird, if Harrison Bader got hurt and Tyler O'Neill got hurt, I wouldn't be surprised if he finds his way to like a starting center fielder job to start the year. But that's a lot of things that would have to go absolutely wrong for Lane Thomas to get it. But he'll be at AAA to start the year. That's where he finished 2018 at. Uh, let's see. Ozuna turned for MVP. Now, it is awesome to see Marcelo Ozuna hitting absolute bombs in batting practice. I, it's nice to see that power manifesting. I'm really happy about that. But as Mo said on the television broadcast... 
It doesn't do them any good uh, if he's not showing that he can throw the baseball by the middle part of March. So the next, like, we're at a month. In one month, we're almost breaking spring training for, for games, right? The regular season begins on March 28th. Uh, so, you know, Mo was saying if by the middle part of March, Mr. Ozuna can't throw a baseball, then that really changes how they approach it. Uh, I would find it hard to believe that if he has to start the year on the DL that he'd win MVP. Uh, and also, I don't know if he's that kind of player. Uh, but I do think his bat is deadly in this lineup with Goldschmidt, and I think it has to be deadly. Uh, uh, our buddy Aron Nuttall, who we absolutely love, I raise my glass, uh, followed Cardinals minor leaguers in the box scores or literally follow them like home. Oh, no, you know me. I follow them home. I sleep in their shrubs. Uh, all kinds of different shrubs. No, I, I uh, all of that stuff, you know. Is that, man, this seems, this seems self-serving, but I do talk to Cardinal minor leaguers. Uh, n not like through their window or anything like that. But anyways, yes, I have a relationship with some of them, and uh, I'll sleep anywhere they ask me to. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, we just got some Batman ice cream at the store. What, Blake Reichert? You got that Batman ice cream? Uh, there we go. Tell me more. Uh, Craig Mish asks, can we talk about Max? I'm assuming Mr. Mish is talking about Max Schrock. Sure we can, Mr. Mish. So the one thing you need to know about Mr. Schrock is that he never struck out. Like, he struck out like 112 times in over 1,000 plate appearances from his freshman year in high school through the beginning of spring training last year. It was an incredible amount. It was like f under 6% strikeout rate. And then what happened last year is he got off to a hot April. And again, Mr. Mish, if you want to read about it, uh, our write-up for Max Schrock and it was on the Dirty 35, prospect number 27. But he got off to an awesome August where he was doing everything that we would see him do in Midland uh, last year as part of the A's organization, hitting the ball to all fields, hitting with authority. Uh, and then what happened was pitchers at the AAA level started to exploit the fact that he was capable of making contact with everything. And they would just throw stuff on the black and he would swing at it with two strikes because he would get defensive. They'd get ahead of him early uh, as he tried to have like a patient approach, and then they would they would capitalize on it late in new late in counts by just feeding him breaking pitches on the black, and he'd just do whatever he could with them. Resulted in a lot of soft contact to the second baseman. Uh, what we're seeing now is that he's capitalizing on these fastballs high in the zone. That's like that's big for him. What I will say about Max Schrock is I love him as a second baseman. He's come a long way defensively as a second baseman. Uh, what we need to see in 2019 from him is an adjustment to his approach. Now, because of how much weak contact he makes, I would like for him to see. And he had like a uh, an 8% or a 10% strikeout rate last year. I want to see him sell out for a little bit more power. Now, he doesn't have a lot of power, but he has a quick swing where he drops the head of the bat to the zone really, really quick. And... That's what I want to see play out. Like, I want to see him power up sometimes, get a little aggressive early in counts with the fastball. Uh, but it's awesome to see these first two games that Max Schrock has had. Uh, did anyone tell me where that Batman ice cream came from? Uh, Edmund at shortstop to Young at third base in 2020 from Jonathan Stout. Hey, John, what's up? Uh, I personally think Tommy Edmund is a really good defensive shortstop. Uh, Edmundo Soso had a great year at shortstop last year. Uh, as a matter of fact, I bumped him up the list partially because I found a little note that I had made that said Edmundo Sosa took a step forward at short, not only at second and third. Uh, I say you keep DeYoung at short until he proves that he can't handle the position, even though he doesn't look like a prototypical shortstop. So that's where I stand. Uh, let's see, man. We've got a lot of great, great questions coming in. Uh, from Goat Yachty, for those about to shrock. For those about to shrock! We salute you! That's right. Shock and roll, baby. Shock and, shock and roll. 
Uh, welcome to Shrockets. I'm your <laughs> welcome to Shrockets. I'm your host Dita. See who remembers that? That's from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Ron Nuttall. I raised my glass to you. Mm. Kiefer Dean Roach says Edmundo looked very poised in the field today. So one thing that happens in my personal life because I write about prospects is friends, uh, people on Twitter will send me little snapshots of what other people have to say about prospects. And I don't want to read it. I don't want to know. I end up getting critical of those people, and I hate being that way. I, I like this to be my own opinion so that I'm not being a dick about stuff. Uh, but as somebody apparently said that Edmundo Sosa was like an average shortstop who got like bad reads on the ball. And the one thing that's always helped Edmundo is that he read the ball well off the bat. Like that's always been the one positive for him. Uh, man, I don't know. I just – sometimes I get up frustrated. But I will say I agree. The, what I watched out of Edmundo, he looked ready. I, I'm happy with Edmundo. Andy Robinson says Sosa looks good on the field, bad at the plate. So what I'll tell you, and again, uh, the Edmundo Sosa write-up is coming within the next two weeks. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to you right now. Edmundo Sosa, we moved up. Uh, he is prospect number 17 on the dirty 35. By the way, I'm going to raise my glass one more time to Mr. Hicks. I love you, Mr. Hicks. Uh, he's prospect number 17 on the dirty 35. He has a terrible approach. His approach is what's going to kill him. But he's adjusted his swing. And he has a, he too can drop the barrel of the bat really, really quick. His ability to hit pitches on the floor, over the wall, or to the gaps is really impressive. And it's something that really caught my eye, uh, as I went back and watched a lot of video. There's pop in there, there's power in there. Again, he's, look, he's, he's not the kind of guy you want to be a starter. He's the kind of guy you would want to be a utility player. Maybe if, if Mr. Dig Young misses a 10-day DL stint, then maybe you throw Sosa in there. He's already on the 40-man. You see what you can get. You might get a little surprise pop, uh, kind of like Alex Mejia's first turn, but with a little bit extra pop, uh, not much in the way of average uh, or on-base percentage. Uh, but there's a little bit more pop in there that I think a lot of people are realizing. He definitely has looked bad at the plate so far, though. Uh, STL Sports, our good friend Ryan asks, Helsley's rotation or bullpen moving forward? Hudson or Helsley, higher upside? Uh, since day one... Uh, I've been telling everyone that would listen that Mr. Ryan Helsley has the upside of a front end of the rotation starter. I never felt that way about Dakota Hudson. Like, to me, Dakota Hudson's upside is as a middle of the rotation, back end of the rotation starter, or a back end of the bullpen uh, closer, fire putter-outer. Ryan Helsley has superior talent. We saw it yesterday. What's his future moving forward? Uh, for me, it would be in the rotation. I'd send him down to Memphis. I'd get him ready to go. What the Cardinals will probably do... Uh, you know, my guess is that the Cardinals will move, move, move them almost exclusively to the bullpen. Uh, they've got a weird thing going on right now that I don't necessarily trust. It seems like they're ticketing a lot of arms for the bullpen in the long run. And I think that's really stupid, especially because they didn't lock up Cy Michaelis yet. Uh, and all they have after next year is Ryan, uh, Helsley, uh, Ryan Helsley. Uh, from 2018 starting rotation, all they have for 2020 is Seamart and Flaherty. And I think they need to be smart about how they handle these arms. In 2019. Uh, so, to your point, which one has a higher upside? Helsley easier. Uh, uh, and what will Helsley be? Bullpen or rotation? For me, he's rotation, but the Cardinals might put him in the bullpen. Uh, Forever Cards asks, what pitcher is getting the least attention that you see them making an impact in 2019? Well, before spring training, before that game yesterday, it was Ryan Helsley. Uh, I think one guy, and he is our number three. 30 prospect on the dirty 35 that could end up being in the, the bullpen by the end of the year is Connor Jones. Uh, Seth Elledge had a rough turn in his appearance today, but I think Connor Jones can end up being like 
a vital part to the bullpen by the end of the year. Keep an eye out for him. Uh, Ronnie Williams, maybe, too, as I see Mr. Hicks. Oh, hey, look who's on MLB Network. Bosox shocking. I like it. Uh, who was your 2019 from WC Lee 2001? Who was your 2019 pitcher, fielder, minor league, dark horses? Well, uh, how about this? Look, uh, our prospect number 28 on the Dirty 35, go read that right now. His name is Angel Rondon. He's a Dominican pitcher that throws in the low 90s, and the only reason he doesn't get a lot of attention is because he doesn't throw fast. He has a curveball that you can dream on, a two-seamer and a four-seamer that work really well. He fools around with a changer and a slider, a change in a slider, neither pitch is very good. Uh, but keep an eye on him. He was 20 years old pitching at Peoria, 88, 88 innings, let up 10 home runs. That's the only number worth being alarmed about at his time there. It is worth being alarmed about it. He would be my dark horse pitcher. Now, dark horse hitter is a completely different subject. That's a tough one for me. Uh, I like Kevin Woodall, a 10th round pick out of Coastal Carolina. Outfielder, keep an eye on him. Uh, Terry Fuller, Victor Garcia, Carlos Soler. All three of those guys are outfielders. They're all 20 years old or younger. Uh, they all could be big-time impact players. Uh, I think anyone with an opinion nationally will tell you Ivan Herrera, who is a prospect I'm going to have trouble telling you about later in the week because my gifts were deleted and I can't make new gifts because of MILB TV's shitty-ass player, uh, a media player, rather. Uh, I think a lot of people would say that he's a dark horse. He'll probably be at Springfield by the end of the year as a 19-year-old. Just think about that, how crazy that is. I think fans are underselling how good Evan Mendoza is. I think the national services are underselling how good Evan Mendoza is. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a resurgence of prospect standing by the end of the year. So I'll say Angel Rondon and Evan Mendoza with those other 300 guys that I mentioned as a possibility as well. That's a great question, Seeley. Reyes will be their ace in 2020. I hope you're right. So one of the other little notes that came out of Mozeliak's uh, mouth from earlier today or yesterday was that they project like 110 to 120 innings as the cap for Mr. Alex Reyes uh, this season. So keep that in mind. Is Connor Jones better than Brebbia? He is not better than John Brebbia. No, no. Now, what Connor Jones has, and again, read the Dirty 35 write-up, I swear, uh, and I'm sorry to be uh, so critical about that, but go to Birds on the Black. Honestly, I can't tell you the, like, the gifts in there. I put like five gifts in all of these articles. Uh, there's information that you're not going to get from anyone else online anywhere in those articles. Read them. Please do it for me. The, the clicks make me feel good about myself, although I don't have any idea how many clicks any of this stuff gets. What Connor Jones has is he has a power sinker and velocity to match. Uh, as I say in the article, he's like if Seth Manis and Mike Myers had a baby, did some awesome 69 action, action and then had like a test tube baby because he has Myers, Myers velocity and he has like two-seam motion of, of Matt Bowman or something like that. I say Seth Manis, but he's going to get that many grounders. He's, he allows a lot of ground balls. Uh, he's going to be a double play artist. He has a good curve in his two-seamer. His sinker is better than it's given credit for, but it's better than it's given credit for because it doesn't get the credit it deserves because it doesn't strike guys out. So, uh, no, he's not better than Brebbia, but he good. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Keeper Dean Roach says, I'm getting off for the evening. Don't be as hungover as I was today, tomorrow. Love y'all. To our good friend Keeper Dean Roach, I raised my glass of bourbon. Um, this beautiful pad mug from Cardinals Gifts. Uh, to you, sir, uh, I'll try not to be. Was, uh, so somebody asked, and then a sex bot asked again. Oh, hey, Tara's in here. Hello, Tara. Uh, uh, somebody asked... Is Hennessy's wild like Alcantara was or just off today? It's a combination of both. Sometimes Hennessy's Cabrera is lights out, throwing with command. Uh, sometimes he's wild like he was today. I don't think he's as wild as Alcantara was when Alcantara was part of the organization. By the way, hat tip to uh, Sandy Alcantara for having a good debut with the Marlins this year at spring training. He looked good the other day. But he's better than the command he showed today. And remember... 
Again, I'm not going to blame it on the Florida State League, uh, Palm Beach and the wind and all that stuff. But just remember that uh, it wasn't just him that struggled with command today. And also, man, not to throw Francisco Pena under the bus or, or Mr. Joe Hudson or whatever the, that guy's name is. Uh, they're not really good catchers. They're not as good as uh, Yadier Molina or Andrew Kisner, that's for sure. Uh, if, we, uh, if we're all here, who's watching the Oscars? Uh, who's watching the Watchmen? Uh, no one, hopefully. Oscars are as boring as Moe's family reunion from Cardinals 11 and 11. I like that. Uh, who's watching the Oscars? I don't know. The family of... Uh, uh, I, I can't come up with anything. Uh, from Cards Cheap Seats, can Ramon Urias play any position other than second base? Think he makes the Major League roster this season. I do think, remember, Ramon uh, Urias is on the 40-man roster, so he'll make his Major League debut at some point during this year, more than likely. Can he play any other position than second base? Yes. When he was in the Mexican League before the Cardinals signed him, he played shortstop. He's not a very good shortstop. Keep that in mind. He can also play third. He's an okay third baseman. Uh, but ideally, you would want him at second. He doesn't have much in the way of mobility. Even though he's quick and fast and smart, his feet are terrible. Uh, terrible footwork. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he could play short in a pinch. He could play third in a pinch. Uh, it's not something that I would want uh, more than for just a pinch. But he is an ideal second baseman. Uh, another thing, and again, I'm mispronouncing his name. I say Urias. It's like Urias or something like that. I'm, I apologize for that. I'm an asshole. Uh, his brother's a better fielder than he is. Hot shot second base slash shortstop prospect in the Padres organization. Uh, love that family, though. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. FMK, Rami Malik, Constance Wu. I don't know who Constance Wu is. Uh, but I, I'm, I guess I'm banging Remy Malik and marrying Lady Gaga. Uh, I like that a sex bot retweeted or whatever uh, what Ashley said. That makes me laugh. John Axford is watching the Oscars. That'll hit hard with Ashley, too. I wanted to see Gaga and Reynolds sing. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Bryce Harper was probably on the red carpet. Yeah, he's got nowhere else to be. He might as well be the red harpet, be on the red harper, the red carpet. Uh, it's not like he's going to be in a dugout somewhere. <sighs> My cousin Charlie says Rami Malik is awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that Mr. Robot. And you know what? Maybe I marry and bang him then, now that you bring it up. Uh, thoughts on Kraft and his seventh ring? What did I miss from Christian Rabbit? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We've been going for an hour, and I can tell you, you miss very little. Uh, thoughts on Kraft and his seventh ring? Uh, I'll tell you what, look. I don't know what role he had to play in this, but I will tell you that human trafficking is fucking disgusting. Uh, it's... Uh, Anybody who does that should go to prison for the rest of their lives. Trafficking other human beings should be a, an offense that sends you to prison for the rest of your life, no matter how old you are. Uh, the rest of it, like a good hand job, everyone loves a hand job, everyone loves a blowjob, everyone loves sex. Uh, I'm Robert California right now in the office, uh, but everything else is fucked. It's absolutely fucked fucked about it so that was my thoughts about it that's all i've got uh let's see has hotels.com sponsored you yet no we're working on it uh pad one million times better than any award show thank you victoria to you i raise my glass you're the best mm. uh deflate gate spy gate or ejaculate that's a great uh what was charlie marlowe's spa gate charlie Mar marlowe was calling it spa gate i like that it, it hits well because robert Kraft in boston's like spa gate uh, Drew Robinson could fool you. Take it from baseball fans mired here in Dallas. I know he can. I know he can. He makes you think that he's a really, really amazing player with athleticism, and he's just kind of like an average MLBer. What happened to Corey Luttrell after his suspension? He fell off the earth. He really did forever cards, man. He got suspended, and I don't. I think he might have made like one appearance after that, and then he was cut. Uh, John Zancana says the best now that he is wearing the birds on a bat. 
let's see. Are we worried about Griffin Roberts' suspension from Chi-Town Cardinals? I do not. It's not something I'm worried about. It just sucks because instead of making a major or a minor league debut in the beginning of April at a full season club, whether that be Peoria or Palm Beach, he won't get to make a debut until May 20 something. Uh, and that sucks. I really would like for him to, to be available before then. Uh, let the kids smoke. Again, so not to push my own politics up here. You guys know me. Uh, I very rarely ever get into politics. But look, everyone smokes weed. It's nothing I've ever done. I say everyone smokes weed and then I'm the hypocrite because I've never tried it. It's not for me. I'm not interested. Uh, but look, everyone smokes weed. Make it legal. Let these kids smoke. And remember, Major League Baseball players don't get suspended if they get busted for pot. Why should the minor leaguers? It's just another level of hypocrisy that the minor leaguers have to deal with that the major leaguers don't have to do. Another level of control that the minor leaguers shouldn't have to deal with. Completely fucked up. Uh, my own personal thoughts, I respect yours, and I hope I don't come across as being overbearing. And again, I tell you, as I give you my personal thoughts, that it's important that you make your own decisions about this stuff. Don't let me tell you. Don't let a pundit on the radio or on television tell you. Research it, find out, and make your own thoughts on it. Uh, where does Gendry start the year when he is ready? Great point. Uh, great question from our good friend Adam Van Grack, who I think is working on an article, and I didn't get to see the DM, Adam. I apologize. But I think he's working on an article about the legalese of minor league pay. You're going to want to keep an eye on Birds on the Black for that. Adam's done amazing work for us at Birds on the Black. Uh, where does he start? I would bet that it's either Peoria or Palm Beach. Uh, remember, well, so his time off the DL is going to be really interesting. He had Tommy John last February slash March. So when he comes back, like normally you're talking about coming back in May, June. It might, might make more sense to send him to the New York Penn League. One of the good things about sending him to a short season club is it stops you from rushing him, right? Instead of like sending him to Peoria at the beginning of June or the end of March or the end of May, rather, if you send him to a short season club, then you're talking about starting him uh, uh, in the middle of June, and maybe that's the best the best case for him. But I do think the Cardinals will be aggressive, and I do think he'll be at Peoria by the end of May. Uh, who is the Tom Haverford of this Cardinals team? Who is the Tom Haverford? Of this Cardinals team. Who's the guy who would like get be involved in various business opportunities and think he's cuter than he actually is? Uh, uh, Jose Martinez. Although, no, Jose's not really. No, Jose Martinez. I'll say it's Jose Martinez. Uh, did Kumar Rocker go to Vandy? He did forever cards. They have a, they have a really good team that Vanderbilt. Uh, as, as Adam Van Grack says, for Burt's on the Black, he's working on a series of MI, a series on MILB players treatment. First article will be posted soon on MLIB, MILB pay. Uh, Def, our debt 282 says 99% of the minor leaguers don't make enough money to afford weed. That's a good point. Yeah, like, more than likely, the only, more than likely, the only reason that Griffin Roberts could afford weed is because he was, uh, he got a nice little bonus there. Jose Martinez from Napa Early, I agree. Oh, J-Mart is good, though. I agree, right? I I'm going to raise my glass of water because I need water, family. Oh, who else would be Tom Haverford? Yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Jose Martinez. Uh, let's see. Lane Thomas looked really good today, really good center fielder from Cards Rep 7. I agree. So, again, uh, what I'll tell you is I, we're not near the, the write-up for Tommy or for Lane Thomas, rather. He's a top 10 prospect. Tomorrow we'll be giving you prospect number 24, uh, Casey Meisner. Keep an eye out for that. 
What I will tell you about Lane Thomas in the article, I write that he's a very, very good defensive fielder. He can play center. He's a monster on right field. He has a great arm, a plus arm, and it would benefit him well to adjust in center field. Uh, at the minor league level, he's been in, and I think he needed to make that adjustment deep like Harrison Bader did. When Harrison Bader started playing deeper, it allowed his skills and his speed to really play up. And I'll tell you what, in these first two spring games, Lane Thomas is playing deeper than he did prior. And that's a positive. So, again, not to say I'm a scout because I'm not. I'm actually just an asshole who watches television. Uh, it's nice to see that some of these observations pay off. And hopefully this is something he keeps doing and he capitalizes off of in the future. Uh, Jerko would be Tom Haverford. That's interesting. Have you watched Adley Rushman? Yeah, I look, I love Adley. Uh, Mr. Andrew Vaughn for Cal is, uh, he's 1-1. One, one. That kid from Cal is a monster. He, if I had the first overall pick in the draft, that's who I'm taking. I'm taking Rushman second. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I was watching some of that Kevin Abel, who's a starting pitcher for Oregon, who I don't think is draft eligible until next year. And while he doesn't have much in the way of gas, that's a professional pitcher. And, man, I can't wait to see what happens to him when he's ready to go. But Adley is good. He's fantastic. Uh, Buster, Poser was, Buster Posey was drafted fifth of his draft year. And that's like, I think I think Rushman is like right in that category. Do I, I, you know, he's, I like him better than Joey Bart. Joey Bart was drafted second last year. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Like, I, I really don't know where to go with that. that. Those are just my thoughts as I ramble on and on. But, uh, I do like Adley a lot. Look, he's a professional catcher. Uh, he will be able to catch at the next level. I don't think anyone would doubt that. He doesn't have a big hole in his swing, so you don't have to worry about him striking out a lot at the next level. Uh, he's a really, really good catcher, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Whitewater Attorney says, I agree that Bobby should speed up the Dirty 35, dying to see the top 10. I agree. I'll tell you what. The only thing I've been waiting on is the ability to make gifts of Ivan Herrera. And that's part of the reason why I slowed this thing down, is I was hoping MILB would allow me to go back and make the gifts that I lost when part of my archive got deleted. Man, I lost like 100 gifts, somewhere between 80 and 120 gifts. Uh, oh, God, it breaks my heart even thinking about it. Uh, but now MILB TV's media player is down while they upgrade it, so I can't go back and make those gifts. Well, we're two days away from Ivan Herrera, and once we get past that, then I might speed it up. Uh, I have I have all of them through the top two, number 10. Uh, I just need to put the media into uh, hopefully more for Ivan Herrera and then 10 through 1, uh, and then we might speed it up. But VHS says, I know nothing about Tommy Lane, and these spring training camera angles aren't helping. You know, uh, GIF sent me uh, a GIF of Ryan Helsley, and it, like the, those camera angles are terrible. He asked me what kind of pitches they were, and I, the first two were four-seamers, and the second or the third one, I couldn't tell if it was his curveball or his cutter. It's hard to tell. I hate that angle so much, and I'll tell you what drives me nuts as a guy who watches MILB TV, uh, that Palm Beach is not on MILB TV, and they've got these cameras there. All they've got to do is put somebody there. They don't even need to put somebody there. They just got to turn the camera on. I can't watch it. Palm Beach games. I'm upset. I'm frustrated, uh, even though I hate the angle. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Tommy Lane doesn't tell you anything. I will say it looked like he was throwing a lot of stuff right down the middle, and that's a concern. Uh, but he, got, he was striking people out, so... Uh, let's see. Do you think the Cardinals could sneak Shreve through waivers and get him to Memphis? I do not. Our cards picking around 15th this year. They're 19th again. Uh, Andy Robinson says they're 19th again. There you go. Uh, wait, Jose Martinez is 100% Jean Ralphio. Oh man, that's a good, man. Who would be Jean Ralphio? Uh, yeah, it probably is Jose Martinez. It's Harrison Bader, my, I don't know. Tyler O'Neill. Oh wait, no, no, no. Yairo Munoz 
is uh, John Ralphio and Jose Martinez is Tom Haverford. That's my final answer. Uh, why do they have the cameras going out of a left center mole hole? That's because that's what they've always done, and that's where the camera well is, so they just go with it, is my guess. Uh, Danny Mac lost a ton of weight. Happy for him. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I would like to reach out to Danny Mac and ask him how he lost all that weight, cause I need to. Jesus Christ. Uh, Carlos Martinez equals Tom Haverford. Jose Martinez equals John Ralphio. Who said that? Who said that from Ashley? Ashley, that is a great call. You nailed it. Uh, I raise my glass to you as always. Great call, Ashley. Ugh, son of a bitch. Man, we've had some great questions. This has been a good discussion. Uh, Andy Robinson says, Horton and McLaughlin are awful. McLaughlin's not awful. Uh, and again, I hate being so critical of the announcers. It's not an easy thing to do. I think a lot of us think it's easy because we watch it all the time and blah, blah, blah. Um, what I will say is that uh, I, I am not a fan of Mr. Horton. I'm not a fan of Mr. Roboski. I don't mind Car McCarver the way that other people do. But I think Danny McLaughlin is amazing. And you won't get me to say a bad word about Danny McLaughlin. Uh, the other thing you probably need to know about me is uh, uh, Brody uh, Brody Burgard says, Hi. Hey, Brody. How are you? Does anyone know anything regarding DH to the NL? There isn't any information to be had about that Blake Reichert uh, other than that it's not going to happen this year. Uh, and it more than likely won't happen until the next CBA, it sounds like. Uh, Danny Mack, oh, hold on, son of a bitch. Uh, Danny Mack and Brad Thompson is the dream team from Josh. Would you pick as, I agree with that. I, look, one game last year, might have been more than one game, might have been a series. It was Dan McLaughlin, Jim Edmonds, and Rick Ankiel in the booth. And that was amazing. That was next level broadcasting. It was incredible. Uh, Adam Van Grek says, would you pick, who would you pick as top four outfielders right now in the Cardinals system? Now, I'm going to exclude the guys who I expect to be on the 40-man. Uh, so that's Bader, O'Neal, uh, Fowler, and Ozuna. And I will say that the top four outfielders are Lane Thomas, Dylan Carlson, uh, Randy Arozarena, and John Torres. John Torres. That's what I'll say. That's a good question, though. Uh, Napa really said Danny Mack as a non-PBP uh, guy is rough. I agree. I had to step out. Did we discuss Ozuna's throwing program? We did not, Eric Thomas. We're pleading blissful ignorance when it comes to the throwing program of Marcelo Ozuna because we're terrified of it. Uh, from Sea uh, Lee 2001, is it just crazy windy in Jupiter or can those cameras people just not hold the flipping camera? No, it's crazy windy. So one of the reasons why I always talk about the Palm Beach Cardinals and how shitty the Florida State League is, and you get a feel for it when you watch the cameras in spring training, is the wind is nuts. The wind is usually blowing into, now yesterday it was blowing out and that's why we saw the Urias monster shot in that that home run uh, sneak over the wall for Schrock. Uh, otherwise, that's just a flyout for Schrock. But uh, look, you, what's going on in Palm Beach is crazy. That's part of the reason why pitchers struggle with their command, believe it or not. Imagine being tossed around on the mound by the wind when you're in your motion. It's a whole thing. Uh, it's, that is a tough-hitting environment. It's a tough-pitching environment, too. Uh, Danny Max Slander will not be tolerated. Uh, let's see. Any news on Ankiel as a player? You know, uh, Cardinals 11 and 11. I was going to ask that same question. I was going to actually hit Danny Mack up on Twitter, hoping he would answer it. I haven't heard anything. No one's written anything. I think they said that, what, May, he might get back onto, like, a throwing program. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Uh, Danny Mack and Jimmy Ballgame are great. The rest are trash. I definitely think Jim, Danny Mack and Jimmy Ballgame are good. Uh, from Brody Burgard, uh, what is your favorite team? We talk about the Cardinals in here mostly, but I love baseball. Look, uh, this might be a surprise. 
I'm a Cardinals minor league fan, but when it comes to the major leagues, I'm as much of a baseball fan as I am a Cardinals fan. Uh, Brad Thompson is Brad Thompson is exhausting when they are getting blown out from forever cards. Yeah, you know, usually by then I'm not paying any attention. I'm watching the minor leagues pretty intently. Does Rosarena make his debut this year? I will say no. I will say that the one thing that hurts Randy is that there are a lot of, there are what, eight outfielders on the 40-man? Uh, I think that hurts his chances of making a debut. Did anyone catch Carp throw today? He looking good. So one of the things Mo said during the interview is that his arm looked stronger than they anticipated and that they were impressed by how seriously he took this winter to strengthen his arm. Uh, I didn't see it, but I will tell you that they, they're bullish on it, so that's good. Uh, John, Zan, John uh, Zancana says, when you squint at the camera, it feels like you're looking just for me. I am, baby. I'm looking just for you. I'm looking into your soul. I'm looking to make a soul connection. I'm looking to recreate that scene from Ghost with You like Yachty and Kisner did earlier in the week. I want to be behind you, touching you, and Clay, making a pot of you and Clay as our bodies mold into one and Clay and Clay. Yeah, I'm looking in your soul. Uh, I feel as Jerko is underrated by Cards fans. I agree from T. Uh, Shell. I completely agree. Look, uh, one thing that Jerko's done is, what, in the last couple of years, every year he's increased his, his walk rate, lowered his strikeout rate, and, it, you know, he's gotten hurt a couple times, but he's played a good third base. I do, too. Like, I think people just want to sell him for pennies, and that's not something that I would do. Uh, oh, uh, Adam Van Grack says, actually, I wanted to know which four outfielders in system you would put on opening day based on skill alone. I, here's what I would say to that. Look, I want to see what Ozuna looks like if he can throw the baseball. Uh, I want to see what Dexter Fowler looks like throughout the entire spring. I want to see how he's running. And because of that, like, that's a tough question to ask or for me to answer. I will say that if we're just talking on raw skill alone, uh, Bader and O'Neill go, and Ozuna and Fowler probably. I, 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 look, we're all sour on Fowler. I get it. Uh, we're all worried about Ozuna, but those would be the four for me. Uh, how much will Ozuna get in free agency next year from Chi-Town Cardinals? That all depends on what kind of a year he has. I, I'm willing to bet that if that guy can't throw again this year, that really hurts his stock to anybody but the American League teams. Also, uh, if he hits like he did last year, then you're probably talking about a guy who's going to get maybe he'll get in he'll get a longer deal, something like five sixty, like AJ Pollock got, something like that. Uh, I wore a dress to spring training once, left my ass off. Do not recommend because of all the wind. Uh, yes, he is good and Anki with the other two. The rest are trash. I like that. Uh, let's see. Oh, good advice will not wear a dress from Eric Thomas. Uh, bro, my team is the Cubs. That's okay. Hey, look, we, look, uh, I have nothing but respect for fans. Look, what I will tell you though is if you don't have a problem with Addison Russell, uh, and also with, uh, Mr. Ricketts, then you can't be a part of this. No, look, as long as you're a fine, outstanding human being, you're welcome here no matter what team you like, even if you're the crosstown rivals. Uh, Thompson is boring. Some people say, I don't have a thought about it. Uh, Carpenter Goldschmidt bromance forming for forever cards. That's what everyone's saying. Shannon versus McCarver, beer for beer, who wins? You know they say they say that Shannon doesn't drink in the booth anymore since he got his last little heart thing. Uh, he doesn't really drink anymore, from what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, so I'll say McCarver. Uh, Jody Umu uh, Umo says I need a, a drink. I do too. Here to Jody, who is our official uh, uh, emoji win loss tracker. To Jody, I raise my glass. Stu Styles says, this is my favorite form of Kyle. I don't even know what's going on. 
Uh, this got uncomfortable. What did I say? I don't even remember. Kyle Squint is greater than Waka Squint. It's tied for first. Thoughts on Justin Williams from Cards Rep 7. Uh, again, so... Justin Williams is our number 33, our number, th our 33rd prospect on the Dirty 35. Read that article over at Birds on the Black. Here's my thought. He needs a complete swing overhaul before I am confident that he's going to be the, the hitter that he is. He has, he's a good defensive right fielder with a great arm, just as good as Lane Thomas is, is, uh, covers a lot of ground in the gap, covers a lot of ground to the right field, uh, line. His swing is terrible right now. Everything about his swing reminds me of Jason Hayward, where he's just, like, using his hands. Uh, he does step where Hayward kind of does, like, a little twist or whatever. Uh, but that's, like, what I say in my Dirty 35 write-up about Justin Williams is that his biggest downfall is that uh, he just kind of, like, yeah, it looks about the same to me, VHS, Jesus. Um, uh, he just kind of, like, swings. And it's not good, and it looks nasty. And he's shown that that swing is better when he was in the Rays organization last year, and even at the beginning of last year, uh, but it just didn't manifest. Uh, my thought is, once he gets healthy after punching that television, once that arm heals, uh, he needs a lot of work to his swing mechanic. Uh, let's see, Kyle, your turn to pick in fantasy. Thank you, and chill. Uh, let's see, I just, I, I legit just looked up baseball, and this one showed up. Uh, Kyle, you're on the damn clock. We love you. Uh, opinion on Waka's greasy-ass hair. Look, I like anything greasy, uh, especially foods and hair. Uh, Drew Robinson is hitting 500, I think. We're two games in. Kyle, make your fantasy pick live. I'm taking Alex Bregman. Uh, free agency next year going to be funny. And if Bregman has already been taken, which he has like 20 rounds ago, I'll take Barry Bonds. Uh, uh, Josh Valing says, uh, free agency next year going to be funny. Minors deals for everyone. We're going to see, man. The, the whole minor, like... The whole free agency thing is fucked up right now, and I can't. I'm. I don't know what to expect next next off season. I don't know what to expect. What a shit show Major League Baseball is in right now. Uh, from John Zancana, uh, how badly is every Fowler mistake going to be just dissected this year? A as bad as you can imagine. That that lunatic fringe group of fans that hate him no matter what he does, uh, they're going to be out in droves no matter how good he is. And I'll be honest, I'm not one of these people who think he's going to be great. Remember, I'm one of these people who want Bryce Harper in right field every day. Uh, regardless of my love for Tyler O'Neill. Uh, but I'm also not one of these people to lose my mind if a guy isn't doing well, uh, unless they're terrible, like Fowler was last year. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Shannon sleeps in the booth now from Josh. Can we name Helsley's legs Tank and Battleship from Eric Thomas? <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, Helsley can make us forget about Bowman. Uh, yeah, I think that's a safe bet, uh, Greg Petty. Good call. I think Connor Jones can make us forget about Bowman or Manus. Uh, blah, 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 Woo! Almost missed the rest of Pat from Shieldface. Who calls for service during Pat? It's a national holiday. That's right. Stupid service calls. Uh, Graham, hey, it's your time to draft. I'm getting to there, Graham. I'm getting there. You're going to have to wait about another half an hour at the very earliest. We're rolling on pad tonight. Uh, we're going to need a 2020 election night pad, by the way. Just letting you know from Josh. Look, you don't want any of that. Uh, if I'm not being elected, we're not getting a pad. By the way, elect me for office. All of the offices. Every single one. I'll be your senator. I'll be your governor. I'll be your representative. I'll be your president. I'm basically your president now. You might as well elect me into the damn thing. Uh, I will be your mayor. Elect me mayor. I'd be a sexy mayor. I'd make this town sexier than it's ever been. Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, Jay Ferg, what's up? What's up, Ferg? It's nice to have you on board as I salute you, my friend, with your, your sign-off salute. 
Uh, Kyle's beard is ball season ready. That's right, baby. I'm growing mine out like John Brebbia, <coughs> minus the ginger, hoping that, hoping that Brebbia follows my lead. Uh, I tip my glass to you, Kyle, Prospects After Dark. Holden, to you, sir. Thank you for being a part of this. I hope I answered your question about Delvin appropriately tonight. If you need any more information, DM me. I'll, I'll get you anything I can help out with. Bourbon tea is gone, fam. Now we're just at the bourbon. Jesus, this is going to be rough. Uh, what do uh, what do Mike Shannon farts sound like when he's sitting on the exercise ball? Uh, which, by the way, as we talk about the office and pad, the patties being the Dundies... One of my favorite little clips ever, like the, the opening hit of, of The Office, is when uh, uh, Dwight is on the exercise ball and he's talking about burning calories and Jim asks him how much it costs and then he puts the scissors onto the exercise ball. Uh, that's great. And, of course, the backstory behind that is that they didn't expect the ball to just deflate that way, so they all had, like, crazy reactions. And that's why they go to uh, old what's-her-name here from St. Louis. I can't think of what the character's name is. Uh, and she's, like, laughing hysterically because they didn't expect it. Uh, anyway, so that's that's there. Uh, let's see. I expect a strike from Prism, too. Hey, Prism, what's up? Yeah, I do, too. Uh, the squinting is getting worse from Graham. Fuck you, Graham, but you're right. Uh, Connor Jones went to Virginia. Yeah, Connor Jones did go to the University of Virginia. That's part of my concern. I wrote about Connor Jones earlier in the week, uh, over at Birds on the Black. Again, check it out. Look, I I'm sorry to pin my own shit here, guys, but do that. Go read the Dirty 35. Look, uh, ignore the spelling mistakes and ignore the poor grammar and <laughs> the poor writing. I'm a terrible writer. I apologize to everyone in advance for that. Go for the gifts and try to piece together the nonsense I'm saying. It's quality work. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It's better than anything you're going to find anywhere else. I'll pat myself on the back. I'm not afraid of it. I put all kinds of hours into it, all kinds of work, uh, and I'm not scared to say it's the best you're going to find. Uh, never stop squinting unless you eat some sweet 80s large frame glasses. I would look like an asshole in those 80s fucking, uh, the, unless I got the Rick Vaughn wild thing glasses that had the skull and crossbones right here. Maybe that's what I get. Uh, Lane Thomas may push Bader. Competition is healthy. Depth is always welcome from Greg Petty. I remember, we're only two games in. But one thing that Lane Thomas does that Harrison Bader also does that people love is he hustles his ass off. Uh, so... They're kind of 1A, 1B in that realm. And they're both good center fielders. Uh, Bader's a better center fielder. People ask if Lane Thomas profiles more power. He hit for more power this past year. But I think he ran into that power more than anything. I think their power is equal. I, the approach is very, very similar for the two. Uh, it's, I was anxious. I was happy to see Lane Thomas fend off that pitch low and in yesterday and do something with it. Because that's where his hole is. Uh, my hole is inside of you. Uh, you, 35, need a baseball mind in the office. Uh, you, 35, I am 32, but I'll be 33 soon. Uh, do you see anyone sitting out the season if they don't get the free agent deal they want? No, I don't. I don't at all. You know, a couple years back, um, Kendry's Morales waited until June to sign after the draft because if there wasn't a draft pick assigned to him, that Kimbrel's not going to sit out all year. And if he does, he's an idiot. Uh, you can be Radar's VP. I would love to be Radar's VP. What an awesome dog. Kyle is already road commissioner supreme. <laughs> uh, you should dye your beard like Ozuna. <laughs> oh, Quinn, that's a great idea. What a disaster that thing is. Holy hell, your campaign slogan, uh, your campaign slogan should be join the resistance. Yeah, and I'll sign it. It'll be join the, resi the resistance and happy hunting. Uh, I is Ed from Cards Rep. Hey, Cards Rep, I is Kyle. Uh, Greg Petty says, loving the Dirty 35, awesome work. Look forward to each podcast as well. You are awesome uh, no matter. Uh, thank you so much, Greg Petty. I really appreciate that. Again, I put 
all kinds of hours, all kinds of time into that. Uh, I, I'm just – look, I want you guys to enjoy it. I want you to have some fun, but I also want to educate. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to educate. This isn't about getting famous. People, Apparently, this is new to me. People's, people are trying to get on Twitter and write on blogs to get famous or get – I'm not about that. That's not my lifestyle. Look, uh, I'm I'm a weird dude. I want as little attention as possible, although I, I'm basically a performer. It's a whole weird – uh, uh, psychological disorder. Uh, I'm one of those INFJs who are all about performing but then kill themselves later. Uh, it's a whole thing. But don't worry about that. None of that's going to happen. Uh, it's not about fame. It's just about educating for me. That's all I've ever cared about. Uh, if we can get Brebs to acknowledge Pad, oh my God, that'd be amazing. From B. Wayne Train, I agree. If Azuna hits 30 home runs, will you dye your beard like his? I will. I will. Oh my God. Uh, Anti-gentite. I like that. Uh, that fog in the loo yesterday was badass. It was, Jay Ferg. You're not kidding. Let's get you some glasses, brah, from C to the hop. Uh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't mess around with glasses. The squinting is part of our thing. Look, my cousin had this bobblehead made, and it's of me squinting at the camera. It's, hold on. I love this so much. Charlie, you're my hero. Oh, my God. Actually, I'm going to have Bobblehead Kyle face the sister of the woman who's banging Jack Flaherty. Uh, Kisner has the it factor impressive hitter. Kisner has the it factor, no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, bad writing, good knowledge. Thank you, Unchill. Jenna Fisher, no, the, uh, 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 the older one. Son of a bitch. Uh, it's just random commas and hyphens. It's fine. Everything is fine. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, let's see. Loving the Dirty 35. Oh, we already got to that. Jesus Christ. Uh, my dad used to take baseball from Cal Eldridge, uh, uh, baseballs from Cal Eldridge Yard. True fact. I like that. I respect that. To Prism, uh, to the father of Prism 2. What happened to that Kyle Reese fan club Twitter from about a year ago? I would imagine that it got blocked from Twitter. It probably got fucking shut down would be my guess. Uh, let's see, uh, Ao from Honeycutt, uh, my boy just asked me a question, do you want to answer it? Yeah, Mr. Ferguson, I would love, uh, I would love to have your son be a part of this, uh, I can't remember his name, is it Caleb, son of a bitch, I'm sorry, I can't remember, I know we gave him a happy birthday shout out, ah, damn it, I'm sorry, man, you're the Robin Williams of Cardinal Nation, that is the ultimate compliment, I think of myself as like, uh, Bo Burnham, but with less angst somehow, uh, let's see, uh, let's go Ozuna from Forever Cards, I agree, I'd like to see a fan try to keep up with O'Neal's workout regimen, it'd be a great Fox Sports Midwest exclusive, you're not kidding. Uh, it really looks like you from J-A-G-A-F 1985, I agree, my cousin Charlie did an amazing job getting that thing made, uh, the, that bobblehead is fire, I agree, uh, Phyllis, yeah, Phyllis, that's who I was thinking of, Jesus, A.O. from Honeycutt again, uh, do you want a Kisner call-up if, God forbid, Yachty's on the DL? I absolutely want a Kisner call-up if Yachty goes on the DL. I know I don't want Francisco Pena taking the everyday the duties. I know I don't want Joe Hudson coming anywhere near a major league call-up. So, yes, if Mr. Molina has to go on the DL, then that should absolutely be Andrew Kisner's job. Uh, and if they end up passing on it and just letting getting away with, like, Francisco Pena and Joe Hudson, then fuck them. They're doing the wrong thing yet again. 
with the roster. Uh, Kisner has a sexy swing. Kisner's sexy. Uh, another good pad tonight. Got a crash early morning. Uh, Ron, again, I raise my glass to you. And again, if you want myself or Cardinals Gifts to help you out with the logo, let us know. We'll gladly help. Uh, who should play the next Batman, though? Rip Mr. Affleck. Not a rest in peace, Mr. Affleck. He was terrible. What a poor casting. Who should be the next Batman? Uh, the Christian Bale. Joe Hudson or Steve Barron, LOL. That's the same person, right? I wonder how many eggs O'Neill eats every morning. That's a great question, Sexbot. All of the eggs. He's eating your eggs right now as we speak. Uh, who would be the next Batman? Let me sip on bourbon really slowly as I think about who would be a good next Batman. I would be a good Batman. I would be. Uh, Pena is about as bad of a hitter there is from Braun, not Brown. I agree. Uh, Donald Glover should be the next Batman. Now, Donald Glover, Spider-Man. Uh, Deadpool fan? I am a Deadpool fan. I love the first one. I thought it was great. The second one was okay. Does O'Neill start in AAA with Robinson emerging? It's tough to fit him in. I think more than likely Robinson takes Yairo's spot. And I do think O'Neill's... Remember, it's tough. Now, if the Cardinals think that Yairo can play center, which he can't, uh, then, yeah, maybe Yairo goes. But the one thing O'Neal presents is defense in center to them depth-wise. So I think, you know, even Drew Robinson, look, I can't tell people enough that my opinion of Drew Robinson is very similar to my opinion of Yairo Munoz as a fielder. Uh, I think that they're both okay. I think that the versatility that they present is only because they're athletic. It's not because they're actually good at the position. Uh so you need someone who can actually play center like Tyler O'Neill, and he's not great in center. He'll do just fine. Uh, it's nothing that you're going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing like you were with Harrison Bader last year. But you're never going to be like, well, this guy's miserable. He's hurting a team like you will if Yairo or Drew Robinson are out there. So I think it's more Robinson-Yairo. Uh, but, man, i got to tell you, if they send Tyler O'Neill down, they're just they're stupid. If you're going to send – I'm going to be 100% honest with you. If the, if the decision is send Tyler O'Neill down to AAA or trade him for nothing, just trade him for nothing. Let him have a career because you're hampering his career at that point. GM Gersh says he misses Oscar Mercado. Uh, I do too, but let me tell you why I don't at all. Uh, John Torres. And also Lane Thomas. And also Jag. And also Randy. Like, he was a redundancy, and I'm glad that he was the one they decided to move. Because honestly, he had like the least loud tools of them all, even though he was a really, really good defensive center fielder. I, I think that Lane Thomas and Oscar Mercado were kind of on... 1A, 1B when it comes to defensive center field capabilities. Uh, who's on this roster gets the boot before opening day? Veteran-wise, from Douglas Geyer. Uh, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. I've gone over this. I'm sorry. Beats, Bears, Baseball, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I'll say, look, I can't imagine a situation in which Luke Gregerson comes north with the team. And if he hasn't pitched by the beginning of March, just get rid of him. Cut your losses. Stop trying to save like your investments. Stop trying to stop trying to get a return on investments when your investment is already tanked. Uh, I hope it's Luke Gregerson. Other than that, it won't be anyone. The one thing that the Cardinals are is deviantly loyal to their veterans. Just ask uh, uh, Jonathan Broxton and every relief pitcher that they've had in the Jonathan Jonathan Broxton role. Ask Johnny Peralta. Uh, ask Dexter Fowler. Uh, they won't be anyone. Joel McHale for next Batman. I love that Joel McHale. Uh, is Gant undervalued? Yeah, Gant's undervalued. Again, I don't... He's he's not like... 
If you have your choice, you don't want John Gant in your rotation. You want five better starters. But if you can have him as a fifth starter, you're fine. I don't know what kind of bullpen piece he would be. I don't personally like him out of the bullpen. I know some people have said he'd be a good long man. That's not for me. That's not what I see. Uh, I like him best as a rotation option. But in the back end, he's just great pitching depth one way or the other. And I think people sell him off as nothing more than just kind of like a 4A player. And he's more than a 4A player. Not much more, but he's a 4A player. Uh, by the way, Ferguson, did you guys give me your son's question? I'm sorry if I missed it, man. I want to keep an eye on it. Uh, if you gave each outfielder 150 games, who would you rank what their performance would be? Uh, I'll say... I'll say Ozuna would be one. O'Neal would be two. Bader would be three. Nah, I'll say Ozuna would be one. O'Neal would be two. J-Mart would be three. Fowler would be four. Or Bader would be four, Fowler would be five, and then after that, I don't even know where to go. If I have to watch Gregerson pitch this summer, I will die from Patrick B. If he's throwing three sliders like he did three years ago, then I'm all about it. But if he's the pitcher that we saw last year, then I'm probably going to kill myself too. Uh, let's see. I love your take, Kyle. Hey, again, Douglas, I would love to know how to pronounce your last name. Slide into my DMs. My DMs are open. And please tell me how to pronounce your last name. I hate butchering people's names. I just want to address you for who you are, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, Goldie would be a great Batman. <laughs> Too bald for that. Uh, Gregerson, Cecil, and Fowler need to go. Just move on already. I like the idea of giving them spring and figuring it out, but that's, uh, that's my thought. Uh, did someone get Will Smith? No, he's still with the Giants. Uh, this may sound dumb, but who is Joel McHale? Joel McHale is the lead. He plays uh, Doug Winger on Community or Played. He had a Joel McHale show on Netflix. He did The Soup or Talk Soup or whatever the shit was called on E. Uh, he used to be a defensive back at Washington uh, when DeMarco Farr was there at the University of Washington. Uh, he was a Husky. Uh, he's really well built. He's amazing. The problem with Joel McHale is he's a little, like, he has too much charisma to be Batman. Even to play, like... Bruce Wayne. That's the only problem with him. But other than that, he's big and built and amazing. Uh, he's not really a good actor either. That really works against him. He's also on this show on Netflix called The Santa Clarita Diet, uh, which has one of my favorite actors uh, from Deadwood and from uh, uh, fucking... Uh, uh, and now I can't think of his goddamn name. Son of a bitch. Uh, whatever the hell his name is, uh, he's one of my favorite actors. He's a good call. Uh, Gant can be the guy we always have in the pen each year that holds a roster spot. And never gets used. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, let's see. 89, 89 mile per hour sinkers do literally nothing for me from Patrick B. Are you going to go to Pools' first return game from C. Dunn, 1993? I probably won't. Uh, remember, the issue with, with Albert Pools coming back is sure he might get like a pinch hit. Uh, but I don't know what kind of role he's going to play when he comes back. He's a DH, you know? Will he be healthy when the, the Angels come to St. Louis? I'd like to be there, and I'll gladly celebrate it because I love Albert Pujols. I, and I wish that he would have been healthy and that they could have worked some shit out and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Uh, but it doesn't look – I'm not much for pageantry. I think getting emotional is stupid. Uh, I think that getting excited about parades and final blah, 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 like that's just not for me. That's not who I am. I don't invest much into that. And that's all emotional shit that people get tied up in, and it, it makes us emotional wrecks. But uh, like – it doesn't really do anything for me, but I think it's cool. And if I can get tickets, sure, I might go. 
Uh, oh, shit. Okay, now I know who he is. Thanks. My pleasure. Did you already do Shrock Talk? We've talked a bunch about Shrock, Eric Thomas. Uh, you've got some stamina, Kyle. That's no, never been said to me before. Uh, Austin Gomber. Yeah, we love Austin Gomber. Any idea how ex-Mizzou um, center fielder Jake Ring is doing? I don't know. Great question, John Greco. You know, I try to make a point always to know what the ex-Mizzou baseball players are doing, but I'm not caught up on any of that, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, Abed. Abed. As Batman. I love that. Some of those episodes, the Halloween episode where Abed, Abed, uh, depending on which character you are, dressed up as Batman is some of the greatest stuff ever. Uh, let's see. He was a defensive back, I think so. Uh, how do I shave my head? I actually use like a trimmer. And since I have, believe it or not, I have platinum blonde hair, uh, when it actually grows out, uh, that looks bleached. People thought I bleached my hair all the time. Uh, and it just, it looks shaved when actually it's just like a clipper or whatever the hell it's called. I think he was a defensive back. I could be wrong. Timothy Oliphant. Yes. See, now you guys are kicking. Hey, Mo's algorithm is in here. Mo's, I raised my glass to you. Thank you for being a part of this. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. I love that guy. He's a great actor. Uh, justified. That's what I was thinking of. Thanks, guys. Uh, the Angels will find a way to get him in the game. Yeah, more than likely. But if it's a pinch hit thing, then it's just like, it's whatever to me. Again, I'm... Keep in mind, I'm, an, I'm a wretch. I'm a wretch of a human being. I don't have like emotional connections. I don't believe in stuff and blah blah blah. Yada yada. Call him Wheels Pools. That's right. He beat out an infield single today. John Hamm is Batman. I know a lot of people are on board for that. I love it. I'll tell you what. I think that Sterling K. Brown, and I know there's a whole thing about what race you are playing Batman or Superman, but I think Sterling K. Brown would make a great Batman or Superman. I think he'd be an amazing Batman. Uh, by the way, I've been, I've been watching Umbrella Academy on Netflix, and the guy who plays the dude who has his, uh, uh, he, he also played Dickon Tarly in, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. That dude would play an amazing Superman. No doubt about it. Uh, I can't think of what the guy's name is, but he would play an amazing Superman. But anyways, Sterling K. Brown, I think, would be a good Batman. Sterling K. Brown deserves to be some character in some superhero movie where he's the anchor, because he's as good of an actor as I've seen. I raise my Shirley Temple to you. I, I thank you so much, Mose. I appreciate you being in here, my friend. Uh, Idris Elba would be an unreal Batman. There it is. I'm on board, Hex. That's what I'll say. I, I'm all on board for Idris Elba being the next Bruce Wayne. Umbrella Academy is dope. Yeah, look, I watched uh, I watched the last two episodes today. Uh, again, I've watched I watched the entire season, but I went back and rewatched the last two episodes today. Umbrella Academy on Netflix is amazing. It's so damn good. And uh, the uh, uh, the comic book, the graphic novel is by Gerard Way and Gabrielle Ba. And look up Gabrielle Ba's artwork. He is a true artist. Uh, but the comic is really good too. I've only read the first couple uh, issues. Keep an eye out for it. It's good. Uh, Umbrella. Yeah, there you go. Let's see, jo look at Josh getting into it. Tom Hooper. That's it. Good work, Eller Market. That's exactly who I'm talking about. He'd make an amazing Superman. Oh, uh, no spoilers watching it right now. You don't have to worry about that with me. Uh, I would never, ever give a spoiler. I might actually do it with Game of Thrones, though. I think Elba would be a better Superman than Batman, but he'd kill both. So the thing about Elba as Batman, right, what we saw with Luther is that he's got that, like, dark side. And that's why I think he'd be a better Batman than Superman. And why I think Sterling K. Brown would be a better Superman than Batman is that, like, he's kind of this pure guy. I've been trying to convince myself to watch Umbrella Academy. Brawn, not Brown, you will not be disappointed. It's so good and, like, deep... There's a character in there uh, that's uh, that's a uh, a monkey, and the the CGI for the monkey Pogo are uh, is is amazing. 
It's amazing. It's some of the best CGI on Netflix I've ever seen. Look, I promise you, you're going to love it. It's an endearing story, emotional, not too superhero-y. It's just great. I love Luther too, Hex. Imagine watching Tiger win the Masters, then leads into Game of Thrones. Oh my god, I want it. Oh, I want it so bad. Alright, so we're almost at the end of our little shindig. I'm going to re-up a little bit of bourbon as we get to our final little uh, little saloons. Uh, by the way, Mo's algorithm, Mo's algorithm, I appreciate you being in here, buddy. And I want to say that Mo's algorithm does an amazing job every Wednesday at Bull Ties and Bullshit on Two Birds on a Bat. I go back and I listen to him and Brendan. They both do great, but I think Mo's does an amazing job Every week. I love listening to Moe's on the radio with uh, with Jim Cromer for Two Birds on the Bat when we do bur uh, bow ties and bullshit on, on Wednesdays. And everyone should listen to that and they should listen to Moe's because he knows his shit. Uh, John Krasinski for Batman. So another thing, I ha A Quiet Place. I haven't watched A Quiet Place. And people say that's a great... I don't know about him for Batman. Look, Batman holds a special place for me. I'll tell you what, John Krasinski would be a great Nightwing. That's who John Krasinski should be. Uh, raise your glass for Jose Martinez. I'm going to raise my glass for you pad people. Look, you pad people make this worth doing. Uh, Hotels.com thinks so. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but to, to the fine people, my fine pad people, look, uh, you make this worth doing. It's why I do it every Sunday. It's why we do it when the Oscars are on, when the Blues are on. Because you still come in droves. Uh, and with my pad people... Uh, we talk about the Hicks family, to Jason and Jennifer Hicks, to Jordan Hicks, uh, to my pad people. I raise my glass, and I salute you as you should, you should salute yourself. You're all amazing. You know, as Victoria Dryden raises her glass, Victoria has been an incredible supporter of what we do here at PAD. Like, I'm forever in debt to all of you for all that you do. I called myself the custodian of PAD. I like to think of myself now as a carnival barker as I, uh, as I tip my cap to the gentleman Ryan at the coffee house today. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, Jim Halpert surprised me with his, uh, jackedness, uh, jackedness in 13 hours. Yeah, uh, also, uh, John Ryan. He's good in that John Ryan or Jack Ryan or whatever show that is on Netflix. He's pretty good in that. He's, he's just a good actor. I, the problem is, he's just too charming to play Batman. He's just too charming to play Batman. Probably the right amount of charming to play Bruce Wayne, uh, but just too charming to play Batman. He's a badass. He's just too charming to play Batman. The article D, the article D Gould wrote was pretty damn good. Yeah, look, Derek Gould is, is as good as it gets. Uh, especially for the post-dispatch, but for any type of beat writer for the St. Louis Cardinals, Derek Gould is as good as it gets. Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, anyone watch Peaky Blinders? Uh, everyone loves that Peaky Blinders. I watched a couple episodes, and it's not the kind of show you can watch late at night because it they talk too fast and in an accent. Matt Damon for Batman. I agree with that. Sure, works for me. All right, so which gets me to my next cheers. My birds on the black family. Keep an eye out for Adam Van Grack and Tara. They're doing some stuff with minor leaguers and their unfair treatment. Tara does Winter Wonderland where she gets some media member and talks to them about what's going on with the Cardinals. And also keep an eye out for Chirps with Tara and the lovely and talented Alex Crisofoli, who's my favorite on earth. Uh, the guy's incredibly talented. Eric Manning and Chuck Brownson are back to starting to write for Birds on the Black. I love that. They write amazing. They have, they're amazing. They're just amazing. Uh, and Chills doing some gifts. He and Stu Styles are getting ready to fire up their daily, uh, uh, Cardinals recaps. I'm excited about that. No one provides you with a better daily recap, uh, than, than Stu Styles does. And also with Cards Gift, or with, uh, with Nicholas Childress, Shilton Chill, and Chill. Uh, but more importantly, to the lovely and talented Cardinals Gifts, who is my favorite person on earth, 
uh, he and my brother Mike are 1A and 1B. Amazing people. Uh, but Cards Gifts is my favorite person. Uh, uh, my, I think of him as a great friend, although we've never met in person. Um, I love Cards Gifts. He is our, our patriarch, uh, even though that word has terrible connotation these days. Over at Birds on the Black, uh, I meet it with the most love on earth. Uh, he's amazing. You guys don't get to talk to him every day like I do. Uh, I feel gift, I feel lucky to be a part of it. Uh, he, he is amazing. So to my Birds on the Black family, I raise my glass. I love you guys. You're amazing. So is my pad people. Hex says he thinks Cards Gifts is an AI. Yeah, if he's an AI, then I don't have any problem with the robot apocalypse coming because the world's better off with that type of person. And yeah, he might be an AI. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, that's right. To the to Pad people, to the Birds on the Black family, you're all you're all amazing. One thing I want to say too: there are two people in Cardinals Twitter that are going through some stuff. Uh, one person that I absolutely love, I've had the pleasure of getting to know a little bit, is STL Cup of Joe, Joe Schwartz. Uh, their son, Jaden, uh, had open heart surgery. Everything seems to be going okay, but they still need your prayers if praying is something that you do. Uh, I will keep them in my thoughts. Uh, so to the Schwartz family, uh, I'm thinking about you guys. I love you. I hope everything goes well with baby Jaden. Uh, and also, Cigar Mike. Uh, who I don't know much about. I know he lives in Memphis. I know he's a big fan of the Memphis Redbirds. I know he smokes a bunch of cigars. Uh, but it's not like his parents are going through some stuff, his mom in particular. Uh, so again, if praying is your thing, I ask you to pray. If it's not, uh, like it isn't mine. Again, I, I appreciate everyone who decides to pray. I respect you for doing it. Uh, for me, it's not something that I do. I will keep you in my thoughts. So to, to Joe Schwartz and to Cigar Mike, I raise my glass. Uh, nothing but the best for you and your family. And that's it. Look, we've been going way too long for Pat. I think we're like an hour and 40 minutes into this son of a bitch. Uh, again, check out the Dirty 35 over at Birds on the Black. I'm really proud of that work. Uh, please, please uh, uh, check it out. And again, I apologize about the hyphens and stuff. I didn't realize it was that big of a deal. Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, I appreciate everyone checking it out. Keep reading it. Keep checking it. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black... Everybody here at Prospects After Dark, I am your Carnival Barker. God, I love that so much. Uh, if you listen to this, if you watch this, you are part of the Reese Resistance, the Hicks family. We love you so much. Uh, Mr. Mister Jason, uh, Ms. Jennifer, and Jordan, I love you guys so much. Uh, if you watch this, listening to this, you're part of the Resistance. And as always, family, uh, happy hunting. Next week we'll have plenty to talk about in the world of Cardinals Prospects. And uh, that's all I've got for you. Love you guys. Have a great week.